Welcome to Made By Me, a podcast about making up life on your own terms. Join me as I learn about myself and the constructs that make up the nature of reality. Mental health, entrepreneurship, magic, home decor. This is my place to process and to give unsolicited advice. So I decided to record this episode today because I did an experiment where I went 30 days without looking at TikTok or Instagram before 2 p.m. And it was amazing. And now I am fully off the wagon. I am back on looking on social media in the morning and I hate it. So I'm half doing this episode because I promised I would and I'm half doing this episode to kind of talk myself back into doing it again because I feel like it's so easy to just indulge in it and even though I know that it doesn't give me the result I think it will it just feels good in the moment and sometimes it's just easier to just give in and you know start swiping and I don't love it I don't feel like it leads me to being productive and in fact now I have this like 30-day experience uh 30-day experiment excuse me to look back on and be like okay definitely It's better for me personally to not spike my dopamine with social media first thing in the morning. And so yeah, I'm going to kind of go over the notes that I took during the experiment and the concept of the experiment and just all of that fun, potentially boring stuff. So starting from the beginning, what is dopamine and what is a dopamine fast? So dopamine is a neurotransmitter, a chemical that's released in the brain that gives us that reward feeling, gives us that pleasure sensation and that like gratification kind of high feeling. And it's something where once you spike your dopamine, once you have like a baseline set, The rest of the day, your brain is trying to match that or beat that, like that becomes the baseline. So if you, for example, wake up and first thing in the morning, start scrolling on Instagram reels and you get that like quick hit of like, ooh, ooh, like that's pretty, that's cute. Maybe I'm excited to go get like make my coffee or whatever. That becomes your baseline that your brain has set for the rest of the day and then anything else that you do throughout the day if it's not as fun as that moment which by the way all of these apps are designed to spike our dopamine they are designed specifically to spike our dopamine and that's what keeps us coming back for more I even heard a study that said that they put a mix of interesting content and boring content so that when you come across a piece of content that you're excited about you do get that like hit of dopamine, that feeling of like, ooh, I found a treasure type of thing. So it's all very designed to be addictive and to produce that dopamine reaction in our minds. So when you're just going through your day-to-day routine, it's very unrealistic that you know, making your morning cup of coffee or folding the laundry is going to produce that level of dopamine for you if you've spiked it first thing in the morning. But if you wake up and you just lay there for a minute and then you get out of bed, start your day, the idea for most people, what they say is to not look for the first two hours of the day. 
So my 30 minute or excuse me, my 30 day experiment definitely took it farther than that. But I think maybe I should just go back to like the first two hours. Don't do anything that's going to spike your dopamine that high that it's going to like mess up the baseline for the rest of the day. Um, But I think I was saying like if you have a boring morning, then you have a much higher chance of having a natural release of dopamine from your day-to-day activities and also an incentive to seek out healthier activities that cause you to have dopamine like reading a book or talking to a friend or working on an interesting project because you haven't set yourself up for failure with an unrealistic expectation of how high the dopamine spike has to be to produce pleasure. The baseline is at zero, so anything you do that's interesting and engaging is going to give you more of that sensation of high, I guess. One of the reasons that I decided I wanted to try this 30-day experiment was because when I was in Japan for two weeks, I was so busy with all of these activities and sightseeing that I really wasn't engaging with social media that much, except for to go on for like five or ten minutes a day. But I did notice that when I did go on, I would have anxiety because there was a lot of posting about job loss and murder and just like really dark things. So when I came home and I was experiencing like the climate change effects of the wildfire smoke from Canada and my anxiety was just really high, but I was kind of just at home a lot because of the air quality conditions. I was scrolling a lot and I just noticed that my mental health was just deteriorating and I was going into like a darker and darker, less productive place. So that was kind of the motivation for it. Um, Another reason is because I am planning to have a baby in the future and the idea of me being so dependent on my phone and modeling that for a developing mind is just like something that I don't love like that's not a goal for me I know that it's possible that that's what ends up happening but I just want to set myself up for the best chance at not having that be my jumping off point so if I can start from a healthy baseline of not being reliant on that before I even get pregnant I think that'll be a healthy place for me to start So the first thing that I did was I wrote myself a little list of things that I could do in the mornings before 2 p.m. instead of going on my phone so that if I felt that I had that craving, I could look to this list and pick something else. And honestly, I didn't reference the list, but I think the act of writing it down gave me kind of um, a general idea of what I could be doing, things that I do enjoy that would produce that dopamine for me, maybe even just kill time that would be something for me to lean on, like a little crutch to get me into this new habit and this new routine so that I would feel set up for success. So for me on my list was an over-the-top morning routine, skincare, journal, read, exercise, go outside, drink water, meal prep and cook, clean and organize, work on my businesses, write letters, be bored. Most of the things that I did was like set my day up for success. So I would like clean the house, do all the dishes, work out, take all my vitamins, things that I skip when I have social media first thing in the morning. Like for example, today, I did nothing that I just said today. I did not clean the house. I did not make breakfast. 
I did not exercise. I did not take my vitamins because I had dopamine already. I had nothing to be like, oh, I'm so bored. Like, what do I do? How do I feel better? I just was like, oh, you know, TikTok. Let's do it. Let's go down the Barbie movie, Jill Zarin and Bethany reunion wormholes. That's fun. That's a great idea. Okay, so back to my notes of when I was starting this experiment. So I wrote, I'm hoping to reset my concept of how much time there is in a day and find inspiration and excitement for creativity. This is definitely real. Like the amount of time that there is in a day when you don't scroll is surprising. And I think that it's really easy for me to lose touch of how long it takes for me to shake off a mood and have a really great day because I have this habit of just going for the quick fix. And I think that our society is very focused on going for the quick fix. And I am a product of my society. I like a quick fix, of course, who wants to be uncomfortable or bored. So some days I I tell myself like, oh, like I just deserve it. Like I just deserve to feel better right now. And there's no part of myself in that moment that is thinking about how I'm going to feel in three or four hours. It's just not. Like I'm only thinking about that moment right then. And I need to get back into that habit of thinking about the day as a whole and the week as a whole. Because this is a very like, this stacks up. Like if I feel like I'm in a weird mood and I don't fix it that day, I'm probably going to feel a little bit weird tomorrow too. But if I can shake it off, then I get my whole next day is going to be good. And it just changes the energy. And it's all about like that inertia of I'm going this direction. I can give in and keep going that direction or I can shift the energy and pivot so I'm facing a different direction. So some of the days I took some notes on what I experienced that day and how I felt and kind of just wanted to track my experience real time. And I didn't do this for the whole time because after a bit, I just kind of felt same, same each day. Uh, But I'll read a couple of the days that I wrote down. So day one felt amazing, worked out, cleaned, fixed dining room table, which was a huge project that I had been putting off and ran errands so off to a great start day two thought about it in the morning then looked on zillow instead and then read for the first time in like six months felt refreshed and not at all in a rush i do think that that was a big takeaway for me was this feeling of like being behind completely evaporated and i felt very on top of everything like i felt like my lists got done i felt like i had time and space to relax and make sure that my nervous system was good and not feel just like i'm behind from the jump which oftentimes i used to feel so that was something that i felt really quickly which is great to kind of reflect back on Okay, day three, easy breezy. It was a Saturday, so I slept in a bit and then woke up and left the house pretty quick. Yeah, Saturdays were always easy during this experiment because that's the day that I hang out with Ray and we walk around Manhattan. So I'm never on my phone on Saturdays anyway. Day four, woke up early and wanted to open Instagram badly. Instead, listened to a podcast and used the Peloton, read a little, and then luckily I had work. First day that I missed it at all. Yeah, so the craving definitely came in after a while because it was something that 
I viewed as like I guess it would be equivalent to like trying to quit sugar or something it's just like that missing it and that like ooh, this would just make it easier to get out of bed and get excited about um, my morning routine or whatever just just that missing it it does it does happen and that's why I'm back on it now to be honest like it's not something where it's a permanent fix it's just a habit so it's like once the habit falls off what are you gonna do I don't know anyways so jumping forwards day eight woke up feeling sleepy and struggled not to go on tiktok I kept just staring at the apps longingly trying to allow myself to cut myself a break if this wasn't an experience experiment I would have yeah I think that I started writing just when the days were hard so it looks like from day four to day eight was pretty good and then day eight I just was like want this to be over and I did feel that towards the end of the 30 days I was like I just want to have like a day or two where I just wake up and can go on the app but it's hard because I'm very much have an addictive personality and so once I once the 30 days was over and I just was like whatever the habit just like dropped to the side and that's why I'm recording this now is because I really want to be back on this but it's hard for me not to have that like all or nothing mentality when it comes to something that for me is quite addictive so from day 8 to day 12 I didn't write anything so that must have been good day 12 I realized that when I do go on social media at or after 2 it has stopped giving me the addictive high that it once did I can go on for even just a few seconds and then I get bored and go back to what I was doing earlier in the day yeah I remember how that felt honestly because I do think that when I would wake up and I would have like natural I guess naturally produced dopamine from feeling on top of my day and doing everything that was like actually good for me like taking my vitamins and moving my body when I would be like oh it's 2 p.m I'm allowed to go on social media it just didn't have the same spike I think is what it is because when you wake up you go from being completely baseline nothing and then if you spike it right away it's a it's a big uptick where if you've been doing things and excited about your projects or whatever all day and then you get a little bit bored and you go on social media it's a spike but it's not that much of a spike so it's easy to hop off so that's interesting to remember that that was definitely something I experienced okay so day 14 is the last day I wrote notes I woke up so moody but I decided to be committed to the goal and found that after a few hours I was able to shake it off and have a great afternoon this is not how things usually go when I feel moody and use it as an excuse to sit on TikTok. Yeah, so I mean, that pretty much sums it up. I feel like it was definitely a good idea for me to take these notes because I forgot a lot of this stuff. This experiment was uh, in June and now it's the end of July. And being back on social media, I like it, of course. Like, who doesn't like indulging? But I do think that I need to get back to a more grounded place because I do use it for some escapism. So uh, thank you for coming along this journey with me because I feel like this was a great reminder for how enjoyable it was for me to take that kind of detox. And I think I want to find a way to make this part of my normal routine. Like maybe if I'm working at my day job I'll let myself be on social media in the morning but if I'm working from home and I know the whole day could slip into this pit 
then I'll have more boundaries around it, something like that. So always a pleasure. I love you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. If you want to follow along with my real estate journey and whatever else I get up to, go ahead and click the link in my bio in the show notes and you can find everything there.